Hello, this is Bill Lytell for some wisdom for your walk. I want to talk to you on the subject, which hat will you wear today? Which hat will you wear today? The Bible gives us a lot of choices, a lot of choices. But many people, especially in the area of Calvinism, Calvinists especially, and those that are like them, misunderstand the, the sovereignty of God. And I believe the sovereignty of God means that Really, you have very few choices personally that God already has determined who you are, what you are, where you'll spend eternity. That's just not taught in the book. It's just not there. And so taking some of the scriptures out of context, it is. But the big picture of the book is absolutely not there. I hope by the end of this, you'll understand that. But this is really not about that ultimately. This is about the fact that we have choices. One woman came to me one day and said, I woke up grouchy the other morning. Then he told me he didn't want to be disturbed. That's about the way it was. I don't believe you have to wake up grouchy. You don't have to wake up grouchy. People come to me and say, Preacher, I'm not good in the morning. I wake up grouchy. You don't have to wake up grouchy. You know, after this message, you, you know, you'll have no excuse to wake up grouchy for sure. You don't have to be a gossip. You don't have to live defeated. You don't have to suffer with habits of having control on you. You don't have to be hateful, bitter, negative person. You don't have to go around depressed. You don't have to be obnoxious. Uh, the Bible says you have a choice. Colossians chapter 3. I'm going to read quite a lengthy passage. It's not normal for me, but I'm going to give you a point. It said, if you then being risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Now, if I may add the word, you seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Verse 2 says, Set your affections, if I may add, you set your affection on things which are above, not on things on the earth. For you are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. In verse 5, you mortify, if I may add the word, you mortify, you're therefore your members. It just says mortify, therefore your members. But I'm going to say it because rightfully so, it's an understood you. You mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth. Uh, skipping down to verse 8, be now ye also, but excuse me, but now ye also put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth, lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his lust. I want you to notice where the responsibility is in Colossians chapter 3, verse 9, and these other places that I've read in Colossians from verse 1 to 9. It's putting the responsibility squarely on your shoulders and my shoulders. In verse 10 it says, and, and, and have put on the new man. Though You can add the understood word, and you have put on the new man, which is renewed knowledge after the image of him that created him. Uh, and verse, thir verse 12 says, Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, and long-suffering. You could put the understood you there. You put on, therefore, as elect of God, a holy and beloved bowels of mercy, forbearing one another, forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. In verse 15, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts. You could put that understood you there. And you let the peace of God rule in your hearts, in which ye are called in one body. And you, or if it says there, actually, ye is in plural, be thankful. And verse 16, let the word of Christ dwell in your riches. You could say, you let the word. That's 12 times, and there's one more time, verse 17. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, 
do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. You could put the understood you there. You do all in the name of Jesus. Now, folks, let me just abbreviate that. It says you seek, you set, you mortify, you put off all things, you put off the old man, you put on the new man, you put on, therefore, as the elect of God, you put on charity, you put on the peace of God, let the peace of God rule, you let the word of God dwell, you do all in the name of Christ. I don't have time in this little podcast to go over Romans chapter 13, verse 12 through 14, or Romans chapter 6, verse 11, all the way through 19, where it specifically talks about this, the responsibility that God lays squarely on our shoulders, that we are to make decisions every day. And, and uh, the illustration I want to give you on this, by the way, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 through 27 also, if you're looking. There are some 31 plus places in those passages that I mentioned to you that we are given and commanded that personal responsibility. So would God be so cruel as to ask you to do something that it was not possible for you to do in his power? I don't believe he is. God is not so cruel as to ask you and I to do things that we, if we, if we dwell in him, if we abide in him, that we cannot have power to do. Uh, I, in the sermon, I, I preach this uh, a few times in churches around. I have a white hat and a black hat. And the black hat says old man, and the white hat says new man. And I, and I grab the white hat and say, okay, today I'm going to live according to the new man. I choose to grab the hat, put it on, I'm going to live today according to the new man. Then a car pulls out in front of me. And then I put the white hat off, and I put the black hat on, and I say, I'm going to choose to be angry at this, people, this person who pulled in front of me, cut me off, and I'm going to go through a little tirade in my car, and I'm going to put on the old man. My wife does something I don't like. I'm going to choose to take the white hat off the new man. I'm going to choose to grab the black hat, put the black hat back on, and make a fool out of myself, and chew my wife out or do something crazy, and make a fool of myself and, and alienate other people around me. That is all my personal choice. It's my choice in life of what I do. You people come to me and say, Preacher, I'm just a pig. I'm just a pig. Only because you choose to be a pig. Only because you choose to be. First uh, Corinthians 14.40 says that all things be done decently and in order. You're supposed to have an orderly home, an orderly car, an orderly study habit, an orderly life, an orderly workplace. We're commanded to have an orderliness about us. Why? Because God does. Some women have come to me and said, you know, in a marriage situation, said, I'm just not affectionate preacher. I tell them only because you don't choose to be. Titus 2.4 says that they may teach the young women to be sober and to love their husbands. The word love is not agape love there. It's phileo. It's affection love. It's uh, the physical affection love to love their children. Uh, people come to me and say, oh, some hothead men will come and say, I'm just angry in the morning, preacher. I just get angry. I pop off. Only because you choose to be angry. You put off the new man and put on the old man. But in Colossians 3, 8, it says, but now you also put off all these. You put off all these. Take the, take the old black hat off and put on the new man by the grace of God and the Holy Spirit with the power of God behind you. Put off anger and wrath and malice and blasphemy and filthy communication out of your mouth. Do you have it? I believe you do. In John chapter 13, verse 17, it says, If you know these things, happy are ye if you do them. Again, putting the responsibility 
right upon your shoulders and my shoulders. So the question I finish with this is, which hat are you going to wear in life? Which hat are you going to be known for? Which hat are you going to put on today? Remember, Ephesians 4.24 says, and that she put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. And in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11, it says, put on the whole armor of God. In Colossians 3.10, it says, and have put on the new man, renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Colossians 3.12 says, Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, and long-suffering. And then in Colossians 3.14 says, above, above all these things, put on charity. Preacher, I can't quit smoking only because you choose you won't. I can't quit lying only because you choose not to. I can't, can't, I just can't quit being afraid only because you choose not to be afraid. I can't quit looking at pornography, preacher, only because you choose uh, not to quit pornography. Because I believe the, the believer, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 6, two places says, No, you're not. That your bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit in whom God dwells. Brother and sister in Christ, we have the power of God. Now, I'm not saying you're not going to try and fall and try and fall and try and fall and try and fall. But the Bible says the righteous falls seven times and riseth up again. God will cause you to be able to rise up and have victory. Put on the white hat. Get up in the morning and say, I'm going to be a spiritual man or woman today. I'm going to be a spiritual man. And, if you, and if, you, if you put your black hat on for a little bit, throw it off and put back the white hat on. Ask God to forgive you for putting the old carnality on and walk back in the spirit. And never quit trying. Never give up. Ask God to help you day by day. Oh, I hope this helps you. This is a little news you can use for wisdom for your walk.